<laughs> Doubly congested. Mouth breathing podcast. Mouth breathing. Mouth breathing. Mouth breathing. <sighs> My sister mouth breathes, and when we would share a bed, I'd have to be sleeping either above or below her mouth to get out of her mouth breathing stream. <laughs> She's fucking terrible. Is that Frankie? Yeah. She's the worst. She's the worst. What's the other one's name? Ronnie. Oh, Frankie's the worst. Yeah. Though. Frankie's oh. the worst. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Wings with Friends, Congested Edition. (laughs) I'm congested because I just came back from a comedy festival, and that's what I do when I get back. I get sick. (laughs) And I'm here with my best good friend, Lee Houck. Hello. How are you? Good. So Lee has the rare honor of being on the podcast three times. Once not aired because it was so bad. We just couldn't figure out our technical back then. <laughs> or our jokes. That was the when those kids were stuck in a cave and I was talking the, about it. The, the Thai kids? Yeah. Did everyone fucking follow up? What if they didn't even make it out? They got out. Uh, one diver died in the process, not of rescuing them, but as they were searching for them, I think somebody died. But yeah. the kids, they got them out. But they didn't really get out because they're still in Thailand. <laughs> you know what broke my heart was when the one of the boys was like, he wants to go... I think the dad said this, like, when you come home, I'll take you to KFC. Like, oh. he just loved KFC. It's <laughs> my dream. <laughs> I, when I was a kid, I always wanted that bucket of chicken. But my family was so cheap, we never, like, ate out or anything. Oh, me neither. But, like, just the, and, like, the bucket and the commercial was, like, overflowing with chicken. I just want to reach down there and get a fucking handful of fucking well, gristle. Like, like, precious? Yeah. Remember she ordered a bucket and then took off? <laughs> No. I watched five minutes of that movie, and then Monique was too aggressive. Oh. My friend will still, my friend Matt will still be like, come make mama happy or something. <laughs> and I'm like, no. That movie's so sad. Yeah. Um, gosh, we really went there in the beginning of our podcast. It was supposed to be so happy. Oh, we were recording? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, you, you did your whole thing like, welcome back to Wings with Friends. Is that what I sounded like? Yeah, you go into this, like, producer mode. <laughs> but I like it. It's called talent mode. <laughs> so it's called after, running the fucking show, man. <laughs> so after Big Pine this year, me and Lee got together and we kind of like recapped it. So I thought it'd be fun after um, I went to the San Luis Obispo Comedy Festival recently, and I thought it'd be fun to like dish um, with my best good friend Lee Hauk. Yes, who uh, was not considered. For the oh, slow. I'm sure you were considered. I also <laughs> applied at 11:50 at night when the due date was midnight. Yeah. So they were probably like, thank you for your $50. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Because I feel like that $50 bought me a sandwich. Oh, for sure. Because they gave, I'll talk all about that. But um, yeah, I'm sorry. That would have been cool if we did it together. But um, you should definitely keep applying because it was an amazing festival. But Wait, I do want to talk about that. I think it is a big deal to get into a festival where no one knows you. Just like a cold audition, sending in a tape. Like you like won them over of like how many hundreds of people applied. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, I hope so, you know, but um, I think sometimes your credits can now speak for you a little bit. Yeah. I guess I guess you do, though. Um, they have to like your tape. Yeah. Right? That's how. And they probably watch like, what, 30 seconds? Well, they say they're going to watch a, a big pine or something. You know, they guarantee you four minutes. Mm-hmm. So you're right. I guess I'll take that as a compliment. Take it. <clears throat> take it. I have to burp, sorry. So, yeah, I'm totally sick because I spent like four days, you know, out drinking, hanging out late, doing comedy, mm-hmm. um, and I always get sick from that. Yeah, but you do comedy festivals, like, correctly. You mingle, you socialize, you have packs of, like, hot black comics around you. What? And it's fucking 
okay, fine. There was like all these hot black comics around us. And I was like, hey, Mary, I'm going to go back to my room alone and just decompress. I went back to my room alone, too. Don't I know, let's not give people the wrong idea. And you know what? <laughs> I just call them comics, me. <laughs> I only identify people by their color of their skin. Can we just say, Lee is black. I just want to tell people that so they know and don't, like, hate her on Facebook or anything. I'm only half black, but 100% vocal fry. <laughs> I, my voice is so sexy right now because my lungs are full of phlegm. <laughs> We're full of juices, regrets, chicken wings. Mary, let's not forget about what this show is about. Oh, my God. So. Wait, can we get back to the black comics for just yes. 10 seconds? Yeah. No, but this is true. Like, you had a pack of people surrounding you. You were, like, the cool girl. And, like, I, I just can't socialize anymore. And then this guy made me a vodka cranberry. He put too much alcohol in it. I was like, can you dump that out and put more juice in there? You wonder I, why no one likes I you. I know. Okay, listen. <laughs> you know it's this ass. Okay, that brings all the boys to the yard. Okay, this milkshake is better than yours. You do have really good titties, though. Is that what it is? Remember even? when I grabbed them in public? I felt really bad that I, I did that. I don't remember that. It was right before we tied for last place at Arizona's Funniest Comedian Contest. We did not tie for last place, Lee. We Why were like <laughs> third or fourth. No, we just didn't play. We seventh and eighth. You made a good point about that, though. You said if we, it's a good thing we didn't win, because then now nobody hates us. Oh, because if we want, people would be like, that bitch, she ain't funny. Yeah. Everyone just loves me. So I'm glad, like, Aisha won, and everybody loves her. So, well, she deserved to win, you know what I mean? So yeah. if it was one of us, I think people would be like, Mary, she does a same joke all the time. I'm so sick of it. That's your own inner, inner um, insecurities talking. No one thinks about you. <laughs> That's true. Nobody is. Until you win something, and then they're like, fuck that bitch. That's true. Okay. So... We went, so I just moved downtown, so this is really exciting. So my, I'm in an apartment now. I haven't had yes. an apartment in, like, seven years. Do you feel like you're about to get an STD? About? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, why would what? I say, what? Sorry. I was going to say, never mind. I'm going to skip that. So here's the point. Good job, Lee. That was weird. Now nobody wants to have sex with me. I'm <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. I wanted to go to Trap House Barbecue because Leslie Barton told me it was amazing. And it was amazing. It was. We had the Philly crack. Something. Famous crack wings. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be like over dramatic, but they were crispy and like dry, juicy, but not oily. Yeah. It's like they were fried really fast. And so the outside was really crispy and then it was tender and succulent on the inside. Yes. Because our favorite ATL wings is still delicious. Sponsor us. Uh, like it's our show I'm like hey guys hey guys but like they were oily as fuck sure I like it it's fine with me but like it was just I just like like they were dry like I bit yeah, into it you get garlic parm and it's like why are they wet yeah exactly. the dry rubs are even wet yeah I got you there so these wings were so good at Trap House on mm -hmm. Roosevelt um and they were they were just seasoned but not too much right so they were good plain and then they gave us some buffalo some barbecue some, some ranch. ranch so it wasn't like going to you know atl wings and they toss it in the sauce yeah well you can get it sauce but i don't like a wet barbecue wing it just like ruins okay. the wing experience for me right because now it's just barbecue it's not a wing yeah so and then we had a bunch of other barbecue too and it was really good oh yeah we had two platters of food Okay, no, we each had a platter. Yeah, and then the this, the waitress was like, you're you getting all that food. I was like, bitch, there's two people at this table. Yeah, I was like, no, we're each getting a plate. So I had the brisket 
and then mac and cheese and coleslaw. The mac and cheese was, it was good. It needed to be warmer. Yeah, that's why I took it home, because I think it'll be good tonight when I'm hungry mm. again. And then you had brisket and collard greens. Collard greens. Because <laughs> so, you're so healthy about it. Yeah, just dipped in fat. Collard greens, I'm pretty sure, are made with lard. Yeah, that's why they're so good. Like like pork, like drippings and stuff like that, I think, how you make them. Yeah, I like a nice, boring kale with no seasoning on it. Oh, Because wow. I can just, like, just taste the earth. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Can we, so, wait. Trap House Wings, we had a mixture of, of drummies and flats, mm-hmm. and they were delicious. Definitely look for those on another episode. And our waiter. I was just about to say that. I'm trying. I'm sorry. I'm taking over name? your podcast. Samuel Samson. Samantha. No. <laughs> I don't remember. No. Samuel? Samuel. Samuel, if this is you, just email us. Yeah, hit us up. <laughs> he took your card. He's like, yeah, what's your podcast? And I was like, he, I gave you my card. He's like, oh, no, I use that for my gum. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could have said, if we podcasted it downstairs, I could have had him come over. You know what we should have done? We got to get better at this. I'm, I'm, t- I'm making it like it's our I thing. I like it. I like it. But we should have taken a picture with him so we could post it on the, the Instagram. Yes. You should start doing that, doing like more, what am I doing? Like Telling you how to live your life. No, it's fine. Please do it. But like doing more like, oh, the wings and like the waiter. Maybe every episode you could do a waiter shout out. Well, we don't always eat them at the restaurant. We always bring oh, them back true. here usually. But sometimes the wings are better at the restaurant. That's what I'm saying because like a wet wing will get soggy. Yeah. We can do this off camera. Yeah, let's cut all this out. No, Mary. we're not going to cut it out. Do you know how to edit podcasts yet? A little bit, but I don't like to do it too much. Yeah, sometimes Danny Do you think we should start all stuff. over? No, I love this. Oh, you love this. Okay. So Trap House Barbecue, definitely go there. We're going to do more episodes with their wings because they're so good. And walking distance. Yeah, just walk. Don't tell people where I live. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So those are, that's our wing business out of the way. So I wanted to have Lee here to dish about Slow Comedy Festival. Yes. Um, because you're my favorite person to talk to. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, you listen to me, and I'm like, you're not sick of me? I and love you. just you. told me I look like a dinosaur. You do, with your cute little, like, little bubbles on your ears. Oh, like the headphones? Yes. Okay, so let me tell you about Slow. I've been there before for work, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, the coolest beach community. It's like Flagstaff by the ocean. That's dope. Yeah, so it's a cool town. And originally... Like, I knew I was going to room with Kirsten, so I know her a little bit from Phoenix. Mm-hmm. She's a nice girl, woman, lady, thing. No. <laughs> Hi, Kirsten. <laughs> and then Jonathan Gregory wanted to know if I wanted to, like, split gas with him out there. Mm-hmm. And I said, are you kidding me? I'm flying, you idiot. It's only 2.25 from yeah. Phoenix. And he goes, oh, okay. So Jonathan and I were on the same flight, and I met up with him at the airport. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he got through TSA. He told me his fiber always gets stopped at TSA. So he, he's got his, like, cylinder of fiber. I'm sure it looks like gunpowder or something. Yeah. And he looks like a maniac. So, And it was fun talking to him. But he does this funny thing, and I kind of recognized it. He, um, when you're talking to him, he'll disagree with you non, like, passive-aggressively. Mm-hmm. So if we're talking, and I say to you, well, well I don't like my barbecue so fatty. I don't, I don't eat such fatty foods. You just accuse me of being a shit eater. Or, okay. or if we're talking about relationships and I'm talking to you and I go, well, I don't know. I just, I just prefer mutual respect in a relationship before I, you know. Okay. Like, oh, I just like love like getting pile driven or something like that. But you got to say in a way that it makes it seem like you don't. 
Okay, so if I was eating hot Cheetos and you're like, oh, I just like would never like eat a bag of chips by myself. Like I could never do that. Speaking of this, my fucking uh, freshman year roommate was maybe five foot, maybe a hundred. She was a tiny person. Fuck her. And me and my best friend bought two medium pizzas and like two sets of wings. And she was like, oh my God, that's just so much food. I could never, I would just never eat that. Like to our faces. <laughs> my friend was like, bitch, we're about to eat this. So get the fuck out of here. I'm sensitive about that. People, like people might work together. That looks so good. Oh my God. And they're basically saying like, I don't put that kind of shit in my body, but yes. you're so lucky you get to. And it's like, be, I earned this ass. Yeah. How do you think I get crowds of black guys following me? <laughs> crowds. It's a problem. Oh godly. Okay. But so I've been that, craving black ice lately. I don't whoa, know. I don't. Whoa, whoa. It's a, it's that Jesse Smollett. I want those guys to come and beat me up. Our waiter looked like Jesse Smollett, didn't oh, he? Oh yes. I was wondering he's, he's gonna listen. Just a no, little bit. He's not. Jesse Jesse is really cute though. I mean he's a liar. Yeah. But he's really cute. He'd be the kind of guy who would um lean over the barista counter and be like, hey, hey. This is an almond. Like, he'd be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I asked for coconut yeah. milk. <laughs> I also didn't know what MAGA country was. MAGA? Ew. I thought it was like a, um, what's that um, Japanese, like, art? Ma- magma? Magna? Mm, it's something, kinda, it sounds similar. Yeah. That's what I thought they were talking about. But I do like how they we have a hashtag. Japanese art around here. <laughs> That's my Kapina. But you know what? I don't hate Jesse. Like, I feel like desperate times call for desperate measures. It just hurts the community, his community. It hurts victims. You know, that sucks. But, you know, well, actually, no, he did him. do He's it to worst. make more money. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, and did you hear the cop? He's like, and I, this just pisses me off. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I I just, I'm not going to be all crazy, though. Like, I don't know. Whatever. Don't don't lie. Okay. Thanks for taking me off topic. I just wanted to talk about my festival. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. Am I being a bad guest? No, not really. You're pretty funny. I'm just mad you're funnier than I am. That's not true. You got in a slow comedy That doesn't mean one person's funnier than the other. It means I did this on time, and you did it at the 11th hour. That's true. (laughs) I did text Mary. I was like, hey, we should apply for that festival. It ends in five minutes. You're like, I fucking already did that three months ago. But you know what that meant? Let's say you got in and I didn't. I'd be like, bitch, you got in. Like, <laughs> like, like you applied at the last second mm-hmm. and got in. They probably were like, we don't need this. Here's a different curvy girl from Phoenix Ooh. with brown hair. Ooh. Slightly smaller tits. <laughs> Bring her in here. No, then that's how I got in, probably. I was thinking, wouldn't it be funny if you submitted a video and it was just, it just filmed on your boobs? Like, you're doing comedy, <laughs> but it's just on your boobs. <laughs> That'd be like the best joke ever. That would be funny. Some but Andy Kaufman shit yeah. right there. And I would need a really big push-up rock because I have saggy breasts. I guess I was thinking about me, but still. Okay. okay. So I flew out there with Jonathan. So Jonathan would say these, he would, he like disagrees with me and we're having a friendly conversation uh-huh. and I called him out on it and he goes, well, I just don't like to agree with people. It's no fun in that. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. So, but it was great to have somebody on the plane and, but we didn't sit by each other. Um, when we got to slow... Like, we're waiting for our bags, and I'm excited. I'm a newer comedian, so I don't mind telling people I do comedy. Yeah. So we're talking to this couple, and they said, well, what are you here for? And I'm like, we're here for the comedy festival, and they're like, we're in it, you know? 
And then the lady was annoying as fuck, and I wish I hadn't said anything. But as we're walking away, Jonathan's like, I don't really tell people. And I'm like, I know, you do this yeah. more full-time than me. Like, I know. I just, I'm just so excited. We get into the Uber, and it's this really sweet older lady. And she goes, what are you here for? And Jonathan goes, we're here for the comedy festival. We're both comedians. I love it. Yeah, and I just laughed because I was like, Jonathan, you just, you know, like, I was trying to be cool. And you know what, that lady, she had, like, a picture of a really hot guy on mm-hmm. her thing, and I'm like, who's that handsome guy? And she was like, my son. And then later I realized he's dead, and that's why she had him there. Oh, so keep it with her. Yeah, and she was talking about her life, and it was just really neat, and it's just the people that you meet kind of thing. Like, And I was thinking, she has this picture there because she wants somebody to ask about him. You know, I think. Yeah. So I didn't feel bad about that. I wanted, he was cute. Um, so <laughs> I'd fuck him. <laughs> I just want to say, ghost. <laughs> sorry, a ghost sorry. dick. No, it's just <laughs> he probably <laughs> wants to. He like he probably already did. Spray on your tits. I've never had someone. Never mind. That's gross. <laughs> I'm just interested in different things. But I do want to say one thing about you that I find fascinating but so crazy is that you really do like talking to people. Like even when we were eating our wings, we were there's like these really tight booths. So, like, you're basically eating dinner with other people. But you, like, talk to both tables, and you're like, what'd you order? What'd you like about the, the food? What about the sides? And they were, like, answering you. It's because you asked them a question. I know, but, like, so I would never. Food is the easiest thing to talk to people about. Yeah, but you were just, like, so happy, and it came so natural. Like, if I go through a day and, like, no one talks to me, it's, like, a, it's a good day. Well, I think those are just the differences of us and people. And if we were the same, I'd hate you, because I'd be like, I wanted to talk to them first. Exactly, we too much. Like, could you imagine if we both were trying to, like, get black eyes to come with our tits? <laughs> Who's trying to do that? I mean, I just want those two guys that beat up Jesse Simulette to come over. I think they were, like, Nigerian brothers or something. Ooh, that's the best kind. <laughs> what? I don't know. Am I being too gross? I think I'm trying too hard. I'll, I'll calm down. No. I think I'm just hyper because the coffee's kicking yeah, in. Yeah, no, it's exciting. I love it. I didn't know, like, uh, you're half black, so I think it's weird when you call people black guys. Like, do, like wouldn't you just call them men? I don't know. It's just like it it snaps a picture in your head. Oh, Do you know okay. what I mean? Like yeah. it just kind of like you can go there. Ooh, speaking of hot black guys, I saw Kingsley Akamura this week at House of Comedy. He's so nice and cute and tall. Nice. Like he's just one of those guys who's like super. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I mean, I was I wasn't feeling well, but I did that show because I'd committed to it. Um, he kind of headlined it. Oh Have wait, you, yeah, I know who that is. I, he's so nice yeah, and he's funny it. and he's like smiles a lot. So you just like think, he, and he's tall. Like he's got a body. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> how did this happen? What are we talking about? I'm sorry. So, wait, you got into the Uber. You're talking about this lady's dead son. Yeah. So you trudged up some memories for her. I mean, I made her day. I wonder if she took a ride after you, or she like maybe took no, a sad was fine. walk. It was fine. She was nice. <laughs> it's been a lot. It's been a while. So we got to the hotel, and that's where I met Brian Anthony, and mm-hmm. he was with the festival. He was kind of like like kind of like the third producer kind of person. Like okay. he, but he worked at the hotel, and he would take us. He would take me places. <coughs> Sorry. Oh God. <laughs> Brian was really great though. Like he set up rooms. Um, like and for the shows, mm-hmm. and he was always willing to give me a ride places. He took me to pick up wings because I wanted to podcast there. 
so that was really great. And um, by the way, this episode hopefully will serve as like an intro to my slow episodes. Yeah. Um, I didn't bring the headset, so I think the recordings are kind of, but uh, after this, we're going to kick off, you know, a few weeks of slow episodes. So I hope you'll enjoy like the festival when it was happening. Yeah, stay tuned. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll tell you about those episodes now, actually. Like, um, we, I got to meet Dave Yates and he podcasted with me and Kirsten Alberts. And Dave, his thing is, like, he has this ha-ha hot sauce, mm-hmm. and it's so good. It's, like, and if you like hot sauce, like, it has, like, a bite to it. It's, it, it is, like, hot, um, but it's tasty, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did an episode with his hot sauce, and you can buy that for $10, and I learned you can't get it free. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you'll see the moment where I kind of put him on the spot, and then he was like, I don't give that shit away for free. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I meant to talk to you about this before the <laughs> the podcast but he was super nice and cool Kirsten was super nice and weird love her um the thing about podcasting at a festival is like you or me like I'm hungover it was cold Mm -hmm. and like there's a bunch of other comedians that are like bold and strong and like good comedians Mm -hmm. it's hard (laughs) like to wrangle people yeah I could, you know, I should have had the headset. So I don't know about the sound quality, but it sure was a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's like a bunch of like good energy up there too. Yes, like everybody was so cool, and I like I feel like I'm this new junior comedian, but everybody treated me like I was a star. Yeah, but if you think about it, like with like entertainment and comedy, like you could be two years in and get a like be shoot up into stardom it doesn't really matter how long or short because you know what I mean? it's just all random kind of i think it's ready to give myself a little more credit yeah. you know i got into it the same way they did well probably 10 of them were booked mm-hmm. and then so 30 of them were picked um so so that's good and yeah then, it's the same thing of being like oh they've been doing it for 30 years it's like it just you, you hear that and it's like and then tomorrow they could be huge like you just right. never know how long your path will take in this life yeah, it's scary. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so that was one of the episodes I did. And then I had um, an episode with Brent Blakely, Blakeney, and um, Robert Payne. Mm. So this was awesome. So Brent, let me see if I can make sure I get Brent's name right. Brent Blakeney. He's like six foot seven. He's super tall. He's from North Carolina. And then Robert Payne. He's so funny. He's Chinese and he's from Canada. Mm-hmm. And his whole shtick is like, he just wants to have sex. Like, he's like an Asian virgin. <laughs> <laughs> and like, so as we're finding this out on the podcast, I, I asked Brent and I'm like, Brent, what would you like for the festival or for the future? He goes, I, w- I did have an answer, but now I just want to get this guy laid. <laughs> like, everybody's just trying to help this kid. But it works so good. Um, so that was a really good episode. And then, oh my gosh. I did, like, five, actually. I think I did um, Jonathan Gregory and James Hitchcock III, a really cute young man. Originally from Virginia, but now in San Diego. He was in the Air Force, and he's, like, one of those kind of young, like, up-and-comers. Like, just, he made Best of Fest. Nice. Like, Like, he's really strong. He's funny. Paired hilariously with Jonathan Gregory, who just kept talking about fantasy football. (laughs) That was weird. Hancock. I called him Hitchcock. Getting names right is important, Lee. It is. How are you going to find their Instagram handle? I know, right? James Hancock. And then I interviewed... Oh. Corey Michaelis. 
and Rick Esqueta, your Ooh, boyfriend. My boyfriend. You love her. Rick, it's because he's so nice and he cool really to nice. us. Um, but it was cool to meet Corey right here. And I saw Corey at one of the breakfasts, and he's wearing, like, cool guy leggings with the shorts and then, like, a zipper hoodie, and he's so cute. And I figured the only way I can get this guy to be my friend is if I just give him a lot of compliments. Yeah. And I love he has, it. oh my gosh, he's starting a podcast called The Stripper Whisperer, and where he interviews strippers. And oh, I'm I like, love of that. course you do. Like, you're so hot. You're probably banging mad stripper puss. He is pretty hot. He is. And he's got those great teeth mm-hmm. that come down, like, kind of like vampire teeth. Ooh, Dave Yates is cute. Let me see. Right above the beard. Oh, he's the sauce guy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, okay. Mm, we're looking at the program right now. Yeah. I'm sure all these people are in relationships, so it's okay. We can still admire their beauty, okay? Yeah, and our waiter can, like had to clearly say, well, me and my girlfriend. I hate that. Like, I'm not going to fuck you, okay, unless you ask. But still, <laughs> no. Like, I can appreciate a nice, good-looking guy. Yeah. Without trying to ruin your home. You know what I mean? Like, like, like calm down. Okay. So I'm glad we got that out of the way. Um, and then, by far, my favorite two people I met, Ellen Doyle and Carrie Kavanaugh. Just the funniest, like, unrelentless, I don't give a fuck, and I'm going to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm a badass bitch. And they were nice to me. You know, these are girls I would have been scared of, but yeah. they were, like, so nice to me. Killed it on the mic. Um, and then they did my podcast, and so that's probably going to be one of the first ones that I um, release. That's exciting. Yeah, so. It is nice when, I mean, it's kind of cliche, but, like, when someone's on stage, and, like, a lot of comics are weird to talk to, and, yeah. like, I'm like that, too. Um, so you're unrelatable. Um, but it's cool when they're, like, personable and, like, oh, you're actually cool and not, like, so, like, strong in your own ego. Yeah, and that's how I felt about the headliners. So this, um, this... The, this festival had some cool headliners. Jeff Richards, he was on Saturday Night Live and Mad TV. So nice. Although he did wear, like, the same outfit the whole weekend. Track pants, a purple polo shirt, and, like, this big puffer jacket. That's and he awesome. goes, I don't want to get sick. I don't think that's a reason to not change your clothes, but he wore that jacket. And yeah. Like, I don't want to get sick. He was so funny. Great impressions. I love it. I mean, you should have worn that jacket because you got sick. Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, it makes me think, like, why did I pack so many clothes? Yeah. I knew what I was doing, though. Um, <laughs> and then the other guy, oh, Jamie Kaler, who was on My Boys on TBS, which a show, was a show I loved. Mm-hmm. And he's on this show on the Travel Channel um, called, what's it called? It's called, oh, shoot, 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 shoot. Wings um, with Friends. <laughs> oh, Haunted Live. So he's a headliner. Super nice guy. He's been on lots of TV, too. So I was just really impressed with, with that. Of course, one of my good friends, Dwayne Perkins, he was mm-hmm. a headliner also, I believe. Is he a headliner? Yeah, he must be. He's, like, the first person on here. Yeah. But we've been friends since my first Big Pine. And I love Dwayne. Like, he's such a gentleman and, like, a classy guy, and he's funny, and he's nice. That's important. Yeah. And, like, especially when it's, like, your first, like, festival and you like don't know any well i'm sure you knew some people but just have a headliner to like be nice to you and like kind of make you feel welcome like it's like yeah like he took me to cvs because i needed toothpaste actually kirsten was using my toothpaste in our room mm-hmm. so i need to get her a toothpaste because i didn't want her to use mine anymore or i needed one too because yeah. she used it all um but i ended up buying like water i needed water for my room and soda 
Yeah. I love when people do errands with you. Yeah, it was so nice. Um, and then one of the days he took me to get donuts, and I think I fell in love right there. Like, you took me to get donuts? That's solid. Make me You know donuts. you love dads and donuts. Seriously. <laughs> so, I don't know. We might get married. Uh, who knows? Um, some other really... I'm just, I'm just kidding. Unless <laughs> he has. I don't know. Um... He was at Stir Crazy not that long ago, and I took him to get barbecue here. Yes. So I feel like he's just paying me back. Did you try Little Miss Barbecue? I took him to Little Miss Barbecue. I want to try that place. We're going to go next. next. Not, like, not today, but like another time. Barbecue with friends. Mm. I want to get Little Miss Barbecue owners on my podcast. You should. He gave me his card. He goes, let me know if you need anything. And I'm like, for food? For food? I just, I want you on the podcast so I can put your name on my podcast. Right. I wonder, though, like, if you... Like own a restaurant to people who kind of know you always expect to get free food. Because you, if I opened a restaurant, you would be like, "Yeah, give me some free food." So from what I understand, like if they're your real friends, they won't. And as an owner, you have and it's, like they're doing probably really amazing because yeah. their food is so good. It's expensive and people wait in line for it. But if your friends respected your business, they'd pay for it. Mm, and if you respected your business and don't want to go out of business, you might have a, like a everybody pays kind of thing, you know? Yeah. That's what our friend Lee, mutual friend Lee and Angie, yeah. remember she was saying, like, I'm not going to let someone just use my time for free. Yeah. Like, you, even though it's, like, weird, it's your friend, like, you got to charge them. Right. You know what would be cool, though, is if they wanted to smoke some wings for the episode. <gasps> That'd be dope. I just feel like they don't have any time because the way their restaurant is, it's like, and they just opened a second one here on Dunlap and 7, and I just, I don't know, I'm afraid to ask them because I know they're so busy. So anyway... Um, I took Dwayne to barbecue is all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And I think in some countries that means we're married already. So <laughs> if you have brisket. Yeah, he has rights to those eggs. <laughs> what eggs? Your inside of your body. Oh, God, no. no nobody has rights to this. Do you Just not kidding. want kids? Oh, I'm not interested in children, no. Me neither. Really? And do people tell you, no, when you get older, you'll want well, kids? I'm 40 now, so like people are like, oh, okay, <laughs> you should have done it already. <laughs> What Let's they, not go that far. I was just joking. Sorry. About doing being mad. Would you ever freeze your eggs? No, because I don't want children. Interesting. Like, when would I have them? Yeah, then? but, like, are you even a woman if you don't want kids, Mary? <laughs> Do you want a chuck? <laughs> I'm fine. I did Look go at, to my gyno this last few, or two weeks ago, and she asked me if anyone in my family, oh, no, she was like, She's like, oh, yeah, it looks like your health is good. No one died of cancer. I was like, no, my mom died of cancer. She's like, oh, oh, oh. And she got so flustered, and then she, like, had to be inside of me. It was great. It was just <laughs> funny. Like, let me make you uncomfortable yeah. with my dead mom joke. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> my, mom had, my mom had breast cancer because she was alive. That's cool. She beat What's it? it like having a mom that's alive? Dude, today we're furniture shopping, and I just want to say you're so lucky, Lee. No, that's dark. She's so sweet, my mom. Um, but I feel like they're the children now, because I'm like, get over here. Yes. my I have to wrangle my dad. He's out of control. <laughs> I'll tell you other stuff that she would kill me if I... Did you see this picture I took of when I was at their house? I love taking pictures of parents. And Memphis is, like, sitting there looking at me. Like, he's like, oh, fuck yeah. you, Mary. And my mom, like, he's just staying close to her. <laughs> I love it. He just sticks to her, and he's like, and I'm like, do you remember when I saved you from that kill shelter, you little <laughs> motherfucker? No. He does not like me. Oh, look. Oh, Memphis. He barked, though. He didn't like me either. He's just a kept dog now. Like, when I woke up, because I stayed the night over there, 
he was like still in bed all morning <laughs> and he's just like not gonna get up yeah so anyway um okay I'll leave, stop stalking Dwayne, Mary. It's fine, okay? He's a nice guy. But here's the thing. I'll just say this. Once you, like, hang around a gentleman, mm-hmm. you can't deal with fuckboys anymore. You can't, like, it's just you recognize the difference, and you're like, oh, this is what a real man is like. And if you've, like, only dealt with people who are kind of shitty or kind of just take your time and energy, and then it's flipped to someone who's actually nice, you don't feel drained, you're like, oh, my God, this is what my, like, people can be. It's like, why would I even, like, spend a second? That's why I don't think it's wrong to be selective or, like, be like, no, I don't want to, like, talk to you. I don't want anything to do with you. He's, I, t- I tried to text him, and I, was, I said something about when you're coming back, when you're coming to Phoenix, and he said something about somebody already asked, was interested in featuring for him. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if he said it like, uh, Mary, somebody else is already featuring for me. And I... You know, and part of me wanted to be like, I don't want to, fe- I'm not trying to get stage time from you. Yeah. I'm not like that. <laughs> I just want to be your friend. <laughs> just be my friend. Um, so anyway, that's what happens when you text people though. Like, yeah. Okay. You know what you sound like? My sister who, um, my little sister, the one I like, <laughs> um, she, her girlfriend was about to break up with her, but she didn't, it was like kind of that point in the relationship, like first new relationship and um that girl was like moving to colorado and she's like you know like i wouldn't move there i mean, but if she'd asked me like sure maybe i think about it i mean it's, it's fine i mean I, she's not gonna ask me but i mean i go like she was doing that oh, so it's like did she break up me, with her no she broke up with my sister so she's but, not moving to colorado no but now she, my sister's just killing puss all the time so she's doing great <laughs> but it's just funny it's like i mean if Dwayne like asked me like of course like it's fine <laughs> i just i'm just not Okay, that'll, okay, that brings me to another joke I'll tell a little bit later, right? Okay. But let me just keep talking about people. I'm sorry. So can I just say the producers, Mark Fry and Eric Shantz, were amazing. Like, the nicest people. Mark Fry was so freaking nice to me. It was amazing. That's like, nice. And I guess maybe I'm just used to people being dicks. I don't mm-hmm. know. But he just told me I was funny. Told me, oh, oh, you're so you're so cute. Like, in a, in a daughter kind of way. You know, yeah. he, wasn't, he wasn't creepy or anything. But he was just like oh, you're so funny, and it just made me feel so good, and that made me perform even better. Yeah, it's just validating. It really was. Eric was, like, really quiet. Like, I didn't talk to him too much, Mm -hmm. but he was cool, and he was nice. And, I don't know, it's just a really good festival, especially coming off of festivals that um, are local, and I know a lot of people. Mm -hmm. It was scary to go where I didn't know anybody, but it was just as cool. And you do have a good personality for that, because you're not, like, scared to just, like, go up to groups of people and talk to them. Kind of. I'm gonna get nervous, but yeah, I want to talk to people. You could never do drugs because you would like be that person on the bus who would just talk to you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, unchecked by heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle Thorpe, so nice. I met her when she was checking in, and you know how I know these. Okay, maybe it doesn't matter, but to me this means something. If somebody follows you on Instagram, yes, like she didn't have to follow me. Yeah, or if they um they follow you but keep following you because sometimes people will follow you, you follow them back, then they'll unfollow you. Like Mike Enders, petty shit. Yeah, just kidding, Mike. He said that it like his account got deleted or something. Mm, sure. So the one awful thing about the festival is that Brody Stevens was supposed to be here mm-hmm. or there, and he passed away, and so it's really sad. But you know, like his bio is on the in the book, and like yeah. the lineups, you know, his name was on it, and. It was just really sad. And a lot of these comics, most of them knew him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just, I mean, I was sad I didn't know him. 
and I was disappointed. Like I would have gotten to hang out with him and meet him. Yeah. Um, so I'm really sorry that, uh, that happened. And it's such a, like, I looked at his Instagram and there was just like a picture of him, like smiling, doing jokes. I'm like, that's so crazy how like you can put up a front and no one knows what's really happening. I think his mental health was part of his act and mm-hmm. people knew, but he used comedy also to kind of deal with it. Yeah. So it is really sad. And one of the guys said, um, you know, it sucks. Like if he had just come up to slow he would have been around his friends and like a lot of positivity yeah somebody said there might have been some like shitty online reviews on something or Mm. something like that that might have like i don't know kind of triggered it maybe yeah and i don't want to speak out of turn i don't know enough about it but um but somebody did say like if he had come up he would have been around friends and like you know i heard somebody say you know we've got to cancel that room i mean it just it was just really really sad so i'm really sorry rest in peace brody rest in peace um, so a couple people who I just really loved also, um, Mahesh Katagi, this guy, Ooh, he is so nice. And another, let's see, Mark Fernandez was cool. Um, I just, there's a, only like a couple people I didn't really get to meet. Yeah. Oh, Anna Maria Stoyek. She, look how cute she is. <laughs> oh, nice. She did some like ukulele, like musical comedy. She was super sweet and like, she's just so nice. I know, isn't that boring? I'm just like, they're so nice. They're no so nice. Amir Kabiri, this guy is so nice and hot. He looks hot. Yeah, he made out with a waitress. Ooh. But he wasn't creepy about it. Like, he, they hung out and they talked. And he was like, I'll smile. I go, you, like, I saw him later in the evening. And he was, I was like, you were with the waitress. And he goes, she's so great. He was like, she's so pretty. And I love it. And kiss. Like, he was just, and maybe I'm selling him out right now. I don't know. But, like, it was so cute, you know? Like, and he, it seemed like he really, he respected her. Yeah, I love He that. wasn't like, yeah, I slammed that. <laughs> Brett Riley, freaking hilarious. Um, James, Han- James Hancock, great. Um, I didn't really get to meet Daniel Ikas, e- but he was sick. Like, I went to go mm-hmm. talk to him. He's like, I'm sick. So he probably hated me. What That's fine. Fe- he gave you your sickness. <laughs> no. Um, oh, my gosh. One of my favorite people, David Rosie Rosenberg. Psychotic. I love it. Somebody bet him he couldn't have sex. Like, he bet him $50. Mm-hmm. So on the last night, he was, like, asking to have sex with me for $25. And so then I kind of kept going with this joke. Like, I was like, well, show me what you're working with here. Come yeah. on, you know? And then he'd get all shy, but he's, like, really crazy. Or yeah. He was like, well, I'll do it. He kept going, like, I'll do it. I'll put the P in the V. And I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll, and then he was like, I'll go down on you. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, And then, so then I would joke about it. I'm like, but $20 is $20, right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> And then that kind of led into this other joke that I made. <laughs> so, okay. Lee, by this point, I'm feeling confident, happy. I feel confident in my humor. I'm yes. around great friends. Okay, so this whole joke, and I didn't have sex with David Rosie Rosenberg for $25. Missed opportunity, Mary. By the way, he kept splitting it, and the next time he asked, it was $8. Because <laughs> I think he'd split it with somebody else. Okay, yeah. So, of course, I wasn't going to do this, right? So we're at this after party. It's the last, I think it's the last night, Saturday mm-hmm. night. And I'm, I've been making this, there's like three jokes I make at a, at a festival. You've heard one of them. It goes like this. Oh my God. At home, I'm a four. At this festival, I'm a solid five. 
on a scale of one to six. I'm a solo five on a scale of one to six. Like yeah, and you know, Southern. I knew it was funny because Amir said that was funny. And I was like, oh, this cute guy thinks that's so funny. <laughs> and so I kept saying shit like that. And then, oh, Chris Rubio is really funny. He had a freaking, he was like a DJ. Okay, so I made that joke, and then I kept saying this. And please forgive me if this is offensive, but I've been thinking about this joke for a while because of that, what it really means. And I'd say, <laughs> I'm too funny to fuck comedians. Yeah. Now think about this joke. Like, all I'm saying is... <sighs> I'm one of you. I, we don't need to, like, climb the ladder. Is that what you're right, saying? Well, yeah, and, and I'm not saying I'm too funny. I'm saying, like, I'm funny enough to where I don't have to fuck anybody for stage time or for opportunities. Yes. But for $25, yes. Maybe, right? <laughs> the other part of that joke might be, like, I don't fuck comedians. Mostly because nobody's ever asked. But <laughs> until that happens, I, I don't. You know, like, I have that privilege of saying, I don't do that because nobody's asked. Yeah. Oh, me in high school. No one <laughs> So it's, I hope anybody listening, if you're listening this far, it's a fucking joke, right? Yeah. So, this was the low point, or maybe it was the high point of the night. I think it's my fucking high point of this whole... (laughs) This this girl, I don't know who she was. She's a comedian, like, from L.A. She was not in the festival. Um, Maybe she'd come up to do a showcase or something. She said she didn't make the festival. Yeah. Fine. You know? Well, she's not in the pamphlet, so... (laughs) Well, I said that to her. I said, I'm sitting, I'm drunk. I'm drunk as fuck. It's like 3 a.m. We're all in this party suite. And I was like, I'm too funny and I'm not comedians. And she said something back at me and then basically said, you're from Phoenix? You're Phoenix funny? I'm, I live in L.A., okay? Like, I'm L.A. funny. Like, basically saying, bitch, you ain't shit. Yeah. And I go, and I was drunk. And I was like, what? I was like. I'm talking about me, not you. And I'm so mad I didn't have a better comeback. Oh, having a like a shitty comeback or like when people are shitty to you, it takes a second to really like, what did you fucking say to me? And then you're like, the moment's gone, you missed it. Yeah, and also, well, also, but part of me was like, Mary, you are half Latina. And you're, like, 200-plus pounds. Like, you could fucking, like, conquer this yeah. bitch. Why did I do that? But instead, I'm like, meh, what? Um, but also, I-, I wanted to say back to her, I did think this. I wanted to say, well, you're L.A. funny, but I guess you're not slow funny. Exactly. But I didn't want her to hit me in the face. <laughs> like, True. I just felt like that could set a drunk person over the edge. And maybe, ultimately, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, and I don't want... I would never say to her... What she did to you. Yeah. But what's interesting is that she had that on the tip of her tongue, so she must have had something, like, not against you personally, but she might have been like, well, I'm from L.A., like, I can't believe I didn't get in. So she was obviously insecure she didn't get in, and she's like, this fucking bitch, fucking big-ass, juicy-ass titties, fucking... <laughs> means so it's like if i say i'm too funny does she think okay so i'm not that funny so i need to fuck more comedians yeah or she was like maybe i'm fucking comedians and i didn't get in the fucking pamphlet so she was <laughs> like i blew like eight guys right and she's mad about that yeah maybe, is she in the credits no it's a <laughs> it's a pizza <laughs> okay so like that's the thing it's like either way like what are you mad at and then i got to thinking like Again, at this point, I'm confident, I'm happy, I'm feeling good, I'm around good people. Yeah. Why can't I be a loud-ass bitch saying, I'm just by a fucking man? Yeah. Like, what's wrong with that? David was walking around saying, let's fuck, I'll give you $25. Yeah, you can be out like, of control. why can't I do that? I think people don't like it when either 
girls, girl comedians, mm-hmm. women, maybe curvy women, when they don't like it when we're confident. Yeah. And like, you need to you need to knock me down. Yeah, and it's, it's funny how, like, the only shitty person was another girl. <laughs> Which, yeah. a, a lot of the times, I think is funny how, like, people are like, women's rights. And it's like, yeah, but most women are just shitty to each other. And, you know, and it took me off guard because we had chatted a little while ago. That's mm-hmm. when she said she didn't make the festival, but they said you should come up to do a showcase or something. I didn't say anything. I didn't, and I, did, I didn't say, well, I'm... I'm in it. Yeah. So that's why I'm not sure if she knew that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you like, should. I like, I don't like for people to lose face. Like, I'm not going to try to one up you or any, I don't need to. Yeah. Because I'm confident mm-hmm. in my fucking abilities. Yeah. It just hurt my feelings. You could, you should have been like, do you want me to sign the slow festival pamphlet? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to sign your forehead? Yeah. And she left <laughs> with some hot dude. Um, some, and he wasn't a comedian, but like, he was just hot. Well, so neither is she. Guy. So. I'm just sad. And then I went back and talked to Kirsten about it. And what did she say? I'm interested. No, she was just like, that's stupid. And, and you know. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not even like a dig because it literally doesn't make any sense. Because, like, what, 1% of people are from L.A. who do come? Like, a lot of people, what, Chris Delia from, like, New Jersey? Mm. Like, oh, well, like, nobody's from L.A. No, yeah. no one's from L.A. or, like, New it just York. Means you like, pay more rent. Yeah, congratulations, <laughs> you live in a studio, but a bachelor studio that doesn't have a fucking kitchen. Congratulations. Is that what a bachelor studio is? Yeah, in L.A., it's like $1,000, and it, there's no kitchen, no bathroom. It's just like... Where do you pee? It's fucking... The, in the, the hallway? Yeah. A can? Yeah, and those huge bean cans from, like, <laughs> end of the world. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, so I'm really glad I got that out, because it's kind of funny, and I don't want to call anybody out, but I needed to get it out, because it was really bothering me. It was, like, the only negative thing that happened. Yeah, and it, I honestly think it's funny. It's just, I don't know. Well, you know, actually, one of the producers was like, I kind of was trying to tell on her. <laughs> like, she just messed with your talent. You should have recorded her. We could have played it No, on. but he was like, honestly, I don't know if you heard me, but he's like, honestly, she is wasted. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, Mary, don't be drama. Because honestly, if I... Stop saying honestly, Mary. <laughs> if I had used my weight against her, that would have made me look bad. Like, I'm starting a fight. Like, how old are you? I would have loved it. I probably would have, like, whacked her with my boobs. Yeah. And, like, knocked her, gave her a black eye. Yeah, speaking of uh, boobs, I was running down the stairs at my work, and I opened the door, and I ran into a guy with my boobs. <laughs> Just, like, ricocheted him. There was a girl I worked with, and, like, she had really big cone boobs. And, like, one time we saw her boobs come around the corner before. (laughs) (laughs) I just love titties so much. We were like, (laughs) why? I mean, they are happy things. They're delicious. It's just so cool how, like, I just we love have those, like sacks hanging off of our bodies. And, exactly, like, boys so are attracted dumb. to them. They're so dumb. They make boys go nuts. And like they're, they're just like nah, nah, nah. yeah, and like they're just weird flaps. And the, <laughs> it's just, I just love how like weird girls flaps. Yeah, they are. They're just like flappy. And I love how <laughs> girls with no boobs can make themselves look like they have huge boobs with like um, bras and like. I just love them. Okay, just like I've always liked boobs. I am glad it's one thing I've always had, so it's one thing less thing I want. Like yes. I love a flat stomach. I don't know what that's like, but at least I have some boobs. Yeah, that's true. When I my boobs are bigger, I used to be able to sleep on them on the <laughs> airplane. I when I lay out in the sun, they choke me. <laughs> if a bald guy puts his head in between them, it looks like I have three. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> Jacob. Who's Jacob? I don't know. The oh, bald guy. It's my nephew. <laughs> that's my nephew's name, so that's really gross. 
Sorry. Don't. It's okay. Don't try to say it. Sorry, Jackson. <laughs> Jackson. Miss <laughs> Jackson. That's my brother's name. Miss <laughs> Jackson, if you yeah, nasty. Do you have a brother? Is he hot? My brother Tim. Mm-hmm. Um, he's cute. He's older now. He's yeah. lost a lot of his hair, but Not when he had him. a lot of hair, he was really cute. He's like, he's bubbly. He's like, like you? Yeah, but no. Like, okay, he's the kind of guy, if he's you're watching something with him, maybe he's already seen it mm-hmm. or something, he'll look at you and laugh and be like, <laughs> and point, and you're like, shut the fuck up. That's awesome. And he's, he's going to come visit in April. Nice. And didn't he like sponsor this podcast? He did. He, he actually bought all this equipment to make it happen. I love it. He's so sweet. What's his brother's name? Tim. Oh, thanks, Tim. Thank you, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Timmy. Anyway, let's stop talking about my brother. <laughs> Sorry. It's weird. I just like people's siblings, because it's like... I have six. Oh, yeah. You did tell me that. They're all halfsies. Halfsies? Yeah. Halflings? Well, they're like my dad's kids and then my mom's kids. Oh, okay. Uh, but I am closest to Tim, probably. He's, he's Wait, the were your parents not married? No, my mom had kids and my dad had kids and then they got married and they had me or they had me and then they got married. Oh, why don't did you think they were together from like high school? That ain't me. My don't you remember? Have you ever heard that joke of mine? No. My 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 mom was my dad's maid. Okay, yes. <laughs> okay, but I didn't think it was like a real because you know jokes are just all my jokes come from the truth. <laughs> That's why they're no. so funny and relatable. Yeah, and they started hooking up and she got pregnant. Oh, I love that. And you were that? You were a product of that? That's me. Or I could, yeah. I love that. It's really nice that my dad takes care of his children. Yeah. <laughs> he could have been, he could have sent her back to Mexico and never seen her again. That's so cool. Oh my God, I could, oh my God. Actually, I think about this jo- as I tell these jokes, and I love telling it in California because people are more woke there. Mm-hmm. I feel like I might have a platform in Trump's America as like, hey, I'm the product of illegal immigration. My veteran father and my illegal immigrant mother Mm -hmm. had me. They're still together. They love each other. And I've been able to thrive here. I mean, I'm a citizen. I was born here or whatever. But still, like, I just think maybe I put a face on that. Yeah. And maybe people won't be so hateful about immigrants i just like don't even know like who just drives around being like i wonder if that person's from here like does anyone really do that i thought that too but people do like i mean there's just some really racist fucking people i feel like that's what the media is pushing and they kind of want us to all fight with each other so these big corporations can just ruin your lives but yeah you're right and like when i talk about my mom or when people meet my mom they love sabina they love her burritos she they love her you know yeah so is this who you want to leave you know what i mean like yeah they just concoct this like image of like that terrible person or like ms13 gang member who's gonna rape you and murder you and i'm not gonna deny that that doesn't happen but also it happens with um citizens yeah anyone yeah they're just they just um paint latinos as criminals and it's like they're really not yeah but also have you so i was listening to my favorite murder friend Uh of the show (laughs) but they suggested the documentary hot coffee oh it is really good it's about that lady who burned herself with mcdonald's and like the joke is like oh it's just a little bit too hot but it was very hot she got like fucking she had to get skin grafts yeah and then it kind of an old lady too yeah and it just shows you how like essentially the government just wants all these corporations to be in power so they can just keep making money and they like twisted people to vote for things that would actually hurt them down the line yeah so it's like they want us all to be fighting over this bullshit like uh privilege white guys blah 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 but it's like they're just like stealing all of our money 
I believe it. Let's do conspiracy theories. I don't know any of them, but they make me excited. <coughs> yeah. So that might be something a focus on the future, I think, because I think as I wear my Selena shirt, um, I just, I just, and now that I live down here, I feel like I'm embracing my Latino-ness. Yeah. I mean, wasn't she like American and didn't even speak Spanish? She, she was Mexican, born here. Yeah. She didn't speak Spanish. Um, fuck you, Lee. <laughs> you weren't even born when she died, probably. I was, no, I think she just passed away, but my mom loved her. She always listened to her music. So my mom says she loves her, but I feel like my mom only gets obsessed with people after they die, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. We watched the movie like a million times, mm-hmm. um, and now we have everything. And my mom really likes her now. But. Yeah. But what's crazy, sorry to cut you off, her like body is like what's in 100% now. I mean, she was always considered hot, but she'd be fucking killing it. Yeah. It's neat when the standard changes mm-hmm. here and, and like skinny's not so in anymore. And like curvy is yes. yeah yeah my friend um i think that's your body you're kind of curvy like that first of all thank you i appreciate that you're but, welcome. Yeah. but my friend danny was telling me he was like yeah i was watching victoria's secret or it was like on tv he's like after all this like instagram hot like chunky women he's like those girls just don't do it for me anymore your your um your podcast my partner, podcast partner. That? that is so nice isn't that refreshing mary it is refreshing who knew that big tits and asses were it I mean, I always hoped one day that they would be in. What was your most best moment on stage? Did you do anything where, like, an audience member said something to you? Or did anyone, like, come up to you after a show and be like... Oh, my gosh. Um, Okay. So, the first day for me of a festival is so much fun because I'm excited and I usually drink too much. I met some really fun people. They gave me $20. I love that. For no reason. <laughs> this co- And they were pretty cute, too. Linda and I forgot his name. They just really liked my joke, mm-hmm. one of my jokes. And they're like, Mary, you're so funny. And he just, like, gives me $20. And, um... Okay, so I saw this picture of you, and I thought those were, like, your friends from, like, oh, out they of are town. Now. That's no. awesome. Um, and you looked really hot in all your photos. I looked good in this that, one. It was a good photo. I'm telling you, at a festival, I'm a five. Yeah, you looked so good. And we were talking... So they gave me money, so I have to talk to them. <laughs> no. I mean, I, I, I was annoying. I went to every comedian. I was like, dang, look what I got. And they didn't even want to, like, have a threesome. I thought they were going to be trying to, like, invite me. And I yeah. think we were staying at the same hotel, actually. That's cool. Um, and, you know, oh, my. Okay, I got I to gotta tell you that in a minute. But I was talking to them, and I was like, Linda, listen, doing that whole thing. And yeah. she was, my name is actually Linda. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> And then, um, so we're, we're at the after party for that first night and we're having the best time. I'm just going back and forth to the bathroom, which is what I do. And then they kept telling me how funny I was, which was great. And then he, we were talking and the guy said to me, and Linda was kind of a little farther away. He goes, I think I'm going to marry her. And I was like, oh my God, (laughs) he goes, don't tell anybody. And I was like, you don't know who you just told. Like I didn't sign an NDA. I'm going to tell everybody. Yeah, you're telling Linda. people right now. I know. Damn I it, just, Mary. I just thought it was beautiful to be around something like that because I've never been close to that. <laughs> that is really cute, though, to some like uh, someone just be like, wow, I think that's my person. That's adorable. I yeah, I want to cry for myself mostly, but Stop, you're gonna, I'm I think, happy for them. I wonder, not to be like put pressure on this, but like you move into this like apartment, it's like perfect for you, and then you like meet a guy. It's like, well, fuck, now I have to like, 
arrange my life around. You know what I mean? Well, you know, when I bought my house, I think I thought, I think one of my thoughts was that I was going to meet somebody and maybe like somebody who had kids. So maybe every other weekend I would have children there. Yeah. And so there was rooms for that in that big house. Mm -hmm. And that never happened. Yeah. So it's like planning something for not just for you. Like just be selfish. And I think that's when stuff will actually. (coughs) Yeah. I thought like, oh, plan for the life you want. Mm -hmm. But then it was like plan for the life you have right now. And that's, that was a big thing behind this move. And I don't know if we did a transition into that, but like I just moved out of a house Mm -hmm. into an apartment. A luxury apartment. It's nice. Thanks. Um, but there were several reasons. Like one, I wanted an upgraded place. I mm-hmm. couldn't afford to do this in a house that I own. Yeah. Two, I wanted to be downtown. I wanted to be around all the cool stuff that we do. Um, and then I realized I didn't need the space. I, there wasn't a, a guy and his kids gonna move into my house. Yeah. And like, I just this is just what it probably it's probably a little small for me. But like, I want to get rid of a lot of stuff. So. That is true. If you keep buying storage stuff, you'll find things to put in it. Oh, yeah. I'm like a goldfish. Like, mm-hmm. I'll expand to the bowl that I'm in. Yeah. And I realize that in this move, like, I have a lot of shit. Yeah. I just went from a one-bedroom to a two-bedroom, and I don't know how I fit all that stuff in that, like, tiny apartment. Yeah. So, it kind of was a good reminder to, like, be a little le- a little leaner. Yeah. So, if you need to move, I don't know, maybe... Uh, Maybe my comedy boyfriend will invite me to California. Yeah, I'm like say, not saying I would move to California, but like if you, if you asked me, I would move. <laughs> I mean, you know, like buy me more donuts. <laughs> but Just I do. Kidding. I love it. Oh, I didn't even notice that mirror. Looks good. Don't you like that mirror? My mom got that probably at a garage sale, and it's kind of one of the few garage sale things that I like. Mm-hmm. She's always giving me stuff, but I've always loved that. I might put it right there. It's gonna look nice. <laughs> Anything else that was, like, crazy about the festival or, like, just, like, a little moment or, like, someone that, like, kind of you met and you're like, wow, I'm really glad that this person is, like, in my life now. I felt like that about a lot of the people that I pointed out. Mm -hmm. And I just appreciated that they were nice to me. And, like, I hope that... um, Well, Brent Blakeney, I said, oh, you're from North Carolina. I just applied for the Oak City Comedy Festival. He was like, oh, really? Let me put in a good word for you. And he picks up his cell phone. And I was like, and he was actually, do- I thought he was yeah. joking. And I was like, what? And he goes, well, you know, if I, if I like somebody, I, I don't mind helping out. And I was like, but you didn't see my stand up. He goes, well, I'm on this podcast. Like you're funny and like, you're nice. You yeah. And I was like, that is so fucking nice. Yeah. Like, and then it's like, that's the networking advantage of a festival. Yes. Is you're going to meet somebody, you know, or you have somebody to call mm-hmm. if you go to that area. So I love that. It, that was really, the, that moment was special. I thought. Um, I just really liked all these people, but it's just, it was similar to how we feel about Big Pine, where we're mm-hmm. like, the people we met were so nice, yeah. you know? So, it was good, and I hope you do it soon. Yeah. I'll apply. And I need to apply to more festivals. I keep forgetting. So, now I'm thinking, I could probably only do a couple a year. <laughs> Especially, like, the way I felt when I got home. And I'm like, I can't get this. I had to work. I had a really big work week yeah. the next week. Oh, and I couldn't even stay for Best of Fest. Like, I had to leave right before they announced it. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to say this, and I hope it doesn't sound like, oh, I'm so good, think I'm so great. Well, you are just Phoenix funny, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm waiting as long as I can for them to announce it. Mm-hmm. Who made Best of Fest? It's a show at the theater. I think there was like 900 people. So, I waited as long as I could till I had to go to the airport. And I said to one of the producers, I said, I have to go. And they go, you're leaving? But at first, I saw one of them give a look to the other one. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, I will always have this wonder if I was in the show. Yeah. But 
I could ask, but that's stupid um, if I asked, but I left, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm like, sure I, they just rearranged it and put somebody in there who was great. Yeah. Um, You're like, I could have video conferenced in, like, you know, like Justin Timberlake is like, I'm in Bora Bora, but like, thanks for this whole <laughs> It, it was, and you would do a spot on the show. It, oh, okay, okay. So I had to work the next morning, like at seven thirty. Yeah, I could have like driven home without to Kristen with to LA and then flown from there and gotten an early. It would, you know, and I was already getting sick, so like it would have been awful. Yeah, but it would have amazing credit too, though, to have. But you so, were the best of Big Pine, though, so that's still. Yeah, yeah, you know, just being there, I was so happy to be there, and it's fine. Um, I do have that question in my head, mm-hmm. but it'll be okay. I did have to go to work, and that's another thing I have to remember is, like, I can't skip out on my day job. Like, I have yeah. to continue to do a good job. That's um, stressful. Because it funds a lot of these activities. So, so overall, I think it was a success. As soon as after I feel better after being sick, it'll, I'll be like, that's amazing. Yeah, and I did like how a lot of people I saw were taking pictures of other comics on stage, and it felt like more of a community, which is nice. That's a good way to make friends, too, is like, mm-hmm. hey, I took your picture, and then everybody appreciates that. Yes, I took one comic's picture, and she's like, oh, I don't use Instagram or Facebook. And I was like, well, now I just have these photos of you on my phone. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That'll teach you yeah. to try to talk to somebody. That's hilarious. See, Mary, when I try to be nice, it just never works out. But it's not even that I'm trying to not talk to people. I just truly just like sitting by myself. I think it's fine. I mean, I'm going to want to sit by you, but... You can sit by me. Oh. <laughs> All right. So this, you know, hopefully you got kind of the inside scoop on Slow. It was amazing. The people were amazing. Everybody should apply for this festival and go see the festival. By the way, like... I think it was 16 of 18 shows were sold out. Like the audiences were dope and they tipped you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I got tipped, but, um, yeah, that was another great thing. And Jonathan told me that in the airport. He goes, Oh, this, you know, they'll be sold out shows. And I'm like, yeah, it was fun. Um, so great experience. Love Eric Shantz and Mark Fry. They were amazing. And their wives were so nice too. They were kind of part of production. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Um, I just, they were lovely people. Did it feel like a family, not like a family run business, but kind of just like a close knit, like. To me, it was like they were my friend's brother. It's like my friend's brothers ran this and I was like, got to be kind of like in the cool group for a weekend and hang out, you know, it was like, it was like my, yeah. I love that they were like helping you get supplies. Like this is one of our talent. They need to be taken care of. Like just little things like that is like really nice. Um, well, yeah, Brian Anthony would take me, yeah, I'd be like, Brian, can you do this? Dwayne took me to CVS. Um, I was smart and I brought my own bag because I realized in California, they don't give you bags. Yes, they may, or they make you pay. Or you make you pay. Mm -hmm. So when I was buying stuff, I started putting it, I go, can I put this in here? And he goes, we better not. And then he (laughs) said something about being a black man and and, and that's a different experience. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like he, should I have said that? No. It was funny. Let's hire two guys to beat us up. They'll make it better. <laughs> no, no, I was like, I here I'm gonna put all my stuff in a bag, and I'm like, it's not stealing until you leave the store. But he was like, you better not. Oh, I gotcha. Okay, that, that makes dumb. sense. Um, he's he's great. Um, yeah. I'm just saying, like, if he'd ask, I'd go. But I like, mean, he's not going. But to. It's, he's so busy. He's so busy. Yeah. He just he doesn't. It's not like he like doesn't text back. He's just like he he's doesn't have so time. Busy. And he has one of those phones where it's like a wallet, and he opens it up like a book. Yeah. So you know he's old. <laughs> <laughs> he's um, he also voice texts 
And he has like a really strong kind of New York accent. And so sometimes. Wait, like messages? Like he can be play like, them? Hey, that is weird. What are you doing later? You know? And then it, and then it transcribes it. Oh, okay. I thought he was sending you voice like no, clips. He will speak into the phone to text. And so sometimes it comes out oh, weird. Oh, I got you. And I go, the phone fucked that up because they don't understand his accent. <laughs> um, he, and I like it. He will run jokes by me for his show that he writes for. for. That's cool. Like one-liners. And I think I've helped a little bit. Yeah, and I, I'm talking about him too much. He, I don't deserve, that's, there's no reason why I'm talking about him that Yeah, much. I'm not saying that like we're two collaborating artists who <laughs> just like happen to be hot and like single. Like I'm not saying that. But, like, <laughs> I'm not saying that LA is only five hours away. I'm not saying that that'd be a crazy thing to do. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, just, I'm not going there tonight. Okay, I'm not going to drive there. Like, hey. I really love hanging out with you because I feel like I can be like fully myself and like oh, my full crazy self. Do you know what the I mean? Best thing. Like if if like something happens, we're like, no, that's we like hype each other up. Yeah. It could be completely wrong, but we go there. You You're know? so good. You're so good. <laughs> that is my favorite thing. I'm not wearing a bra right now, so I can't check yeah, it. Yeah, like much. we could be self-destructive. Like, you know when someone's like you something happens and it's not even that big of a deal, but you just want to make it a big deal because you just are emotional. Like you're the girl for me to do oh, that. With. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That is the best compliment I've ever gotten in my life. Yeah, because like if I'll other than that twenty dollars that couple gave me. <laughs> or that you're Phoenix funny. <laughs> I'm Phoenix. You know, that, there's a lot of comics in Phoenix. I don't yeah. think she knows who's here. And aren't we the capital of Arizona? Or is that Tucson? I don't know which we're one. We're the capital. It used yeah. to be Prescott. Ew, I just really? Pre- yeah. But don't you know where that building is in Prescott? Oh, yeah. I've been there. I love Prescott. But uh, yeah, so you know what? Next time somebody calls me Phoenix funny, I'm going to say thank you. Thank you. Next. <laughs> Thanks, Ariana. <laughs> so, I feel drunk because I have to fart. I am. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I should have said thank you. I am a two-time finalist in Arizona's Funniest yeah, Person. Yeah, I tied for last place one time <laughs> last year, bitch. Remember we tied for last place? It's a funny way to put it. Remember when Mark Silverstein's? He called he us like, losers. It was so funny. That was hilarious. Um, in Big Pine, on the last night, I was talking to a financial advisor friend of mine from mm-hmm. Flagstaff, and we're hanging out on this side of the street. And Mark Silverstein's on the other side of the street doing an interview. And I was like, hey, Mark. And he knew I was there. And he yelled across the street. He goes, sluts. <laughs> like, you just told two professional women, like yeah. business women, not prostitutes. You just called us sluts. I love it. It was the audacity. And we were, we were good friends, so it's okay. I don't know him at all. But, like, I, anytime I talk to him, he burns me a little bit. And I really enjoy it. <laughs> like, one time I was like, Oh, Mark, sorry that I'm not talking a lot. I'm, like, doing this. He's like, and that's different than any other time. (laughs) I love Mark. It was a solid burn. You know how you can get him to be your friend? With wine. That bitch will do anything for some vino. Just kidding. He is. You should um, take him on the vino band. He'll be the only man. <laughs> Do you still go on those? That well, was it, fun. It was the same weekend I was in Slow, so I couldn't go this year. Oh, you're just too fucking famous for your friends, Mary. And all the pictures, they were in the snow. Uh, like, they were all, like, in these snowy vineyards. But you're just advancing your career. That's what us career women have to do. We have to sacrifice. We have to make sacrifices. We do. Yeah. I told my sister I'd, I'd drop her wedding for an open mic. 
You don't even want to go to your own shows. Are you kidding? I like, know. You, when's the wedding? Ugh, April 6th. This is why you're not going to go to New York with me. Yeah. It's just too close. And like, I'm already wasting, not wasting, I'm wasting a week of leave on her. Yeah. Because she's like, oh, you have to get there early and like help me make fucking like fake flower arrangements. Or gift bags. It's so annoying. And they've yeah. been together for like nine years. So it's like, why are we doing this? Like, they don't even love each other anymore. For the pictures. Yeah. No, I'm getting my hair, like, done. I'm getting fake eyelashes because it's my fucking day. Is she going to pay for it? Yeah. No, I think I'm getting my makeup. But she's, like, doing the photography. Yeah. Hiring someone. You're going to look so beautiful. Are you going to take a date? No. Oh. My sister, um, her fiance, all of his friends from college, I had a huge crush on. And this guy called Weikert is going, and I was like, wanted to bang him so bad. But I was like 17 and like annoying. Um, but so I'm gonna have my victory lap. So this is like something totally that would happen to me, where I, that's me doing the long game. Like yeah. I'm 17, I'm like, one day we will be in a situation <laughs> yeah. where I'm legal. And we'll be drinking and dressed up. Yeah, open bar. And I'm going to get him. You know what I mean? Yeah, corner him like a buffalo. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I think I'm walking down the aisle with him. And I'm like, maybe we'll just lock eyes. He's got really pretty blue eyes. Maybe he's going to hit on you and you're going to be like, sorry. Thank you, next. Like, too late. Like, oh, now you notice me that I'm a full-blown woman? (laughs) (laughs) Full-blown I did get blackout drunk for the first time there. Oh. And my, I locked myself in the... Well, no, I went to the bathroom to throw up, passed out. Someone had to break the door down and carry me to the couch because I was so How wasted. Romantic. I know. And then my sister, Frankie, the worst one, the horrible one, she was, like, walking up the stairs. She was like, I told you not to drink, and then just left me. Like, she just, uh, like... When was this? Uh... When I was 17, she was in college, I was in high school. And by the way, this is how unsexual I am. (laughs) I was like black, not blackout drunk, but really drunk in a football house. So like a bunch of football players lived there. Let me tell you. And then I was in the, I somehow got into the basement and there was like this guy's room there. This like really cute, like light skinned black guy. And he had a dog, and we were, like, playing with this dog, and I was, like, sitting on his bed, and we were, like, talking about, like, life, and, like, didn't even try anything. That's how, like, non-sexual I was. Like, it was just, like, you know what I mean? Like, I was just, like, that likes, like, the movie, this, the show The Sinner, that could have mm-hmm. ended really badly. Yeah. It was hot, though, so it's fine. <laughs> well, my philosophy is don't ever regret not hooking up with somebody. You only regret hooking up with somebody. Exactly. So if you miss an opportunity, it's like, well, it's, that's fine. Uh, it wasn't even on the table, though. That's what I'm like. It was just nothing. Could've like, been. this was the time where, like, um, my uh, my sister told all her, like, hot football players that her sister was coming, her like, young sister. And they're like, where's she at? Where's she at? <laughs> and my sister like, she's right here. They're like, oh, her? Oh, no. To my face, Mary. No. It was amazing. Wait, I call that unsolicited rejection. Like, I didn't ask for that, yeah. but I got rejected. I'm talking like six foot eight fucking beefcakes. Fucking you medium been better rare. Off no hype? You could have done it. No hype, though. No, not back then. No. I didn't know how to do my eyebrows. <laughs> I had low self esteem. I don't know. But it's better to not do it unless it, they're going to really love you. I've learned that. Like, That's true. I want somebody to like respect me i kind of want someone to be obsessed with me yeah in an unhealthy way <laughs> like i want him to be like are you okay i was like i'm just a target relax you I'm know what i mean target. <laughs> i mean i am a target 
Um, yeah, like you want, because not to get all, all archaic, because I am a feminist, but I just feel like somebody has to, I hate to say it like this, ownership. Because when you own something, you take care of it mm-hmm. and you look after it. So I'm not saying I want somebody to own me, but I want somebody to like, I'm their responsibility and they're mine also. So I'm not trying to be like, oh, I want to be, but it's like that responsibility that like your parents feel for you. Yeah. It's like when people say like, oh, you have to water the grass where yeah. you live, something like that, like tend to your own garden. It's like, no, they're just going to like do maintenance and make sure you're okay. You want someone to worry about you. Yeah. And it's like, now that I think about it, if they don't give a shit where you are, why are you with that person? Exactly. And, oh my God, this is something I heard couples do. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like a husband will do this for his wife. He'll go put gas in her car. That's what I'm talking about. That is the ultimate. Could you imagine? It's you like, must have a bomb ass pussy if somebody's yeah, doing that for you. If it's like a Friday, you're stressed, you're late to work, and you're like, fuck, I have to get gas. Turn on your car, full tank of gas. Oh my God. And I'm not saying that he drove from California to put that gas on that car. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> um, the other, oh, that reminds me. Valentine's Day was not that long ago. And. It was a little weird at work after I, you know, I saw the different arrangements of flowers on mm-hmm. different girls' desks. So now I know which one of my coworkers has a bomb ass pussy. Yeah, or has a bad relationship and they're trying to make up for it. <laughs> You're like, oh, Sheila, she must be putting it down. <laughs> that is a really expensive bouquet. Uh, and then there's girls like me who just bought it for herself and had it delivered. Just kidding. Actually, one of my coworkers, um, Maciel, gave me a little. She's a friend of mine. She's married. Mm-hmm. She'll come to my shows with her husband from time to time. She's got kids. She gave me a little box, a heart box of chocolate. Oh, that's cute. I don't think she did it for everybody either. And I was like, that's so sweet. She probably had an extra one from her daughter's stuff. Yeah. But she gave it to me. From a school lunchbox. It was so, it was so sweet. And I just I, I love, love that. I do love Valentine's Day. And I, I took the day off work after Valentine's Day just to like look at the sale stuff. <laughs> it's a good time to buy a cute. Like bras and stuff, because mm-hmm. they're all pink. Mm-hmm. We've gotten way off topic, but it's good. It's so good to talk to you, Lee, because like I do love talking to you. I just like how we got really emotional, and we're just like, you know what? We want a guy to be obsessed and possessed. Well, that's what we're. That's what I'm learning, anyways. Like what I'll put up with and what I shouldn't, because I think I've my under my boobs is hot right now. Dude, mine gets so sweaty. <laughs> um. So yeah, no, I'm just learning a lot. So okay. We had a good wings from Trap House. Yes. Okay, I loved them. Shout out to Samson. That's not his name. That's not his name. <laughs> I think it was Samuel. I want to say it was someone with an S. Okay. And we talked about Slow, great festival. Yes. Um, and hopefully this will be as a prelude to about five different episodes from the Slow Comedy Festival, so you can feel like you were right there. Yes. Us. And go follow those comments, because it is nice. And just so if you were in a city other than Phoenix, because it's just like Phoenix money, you know? <laughs> Um, but go to like local shows. You'll be surprised at how funny people are. And one thing I want to suggest, if like anyone wants to do comedy, just go to a local show. Not saying that they're not as good, but it's more attain. Like you can be like, oh, I can do that. Cause if you see fucking Dave Chappelle, you're going to be like, I can never be on that level. I always recommend going to Tony's class, TonyVisageComedySchools.com. I think it's a great place to start. Yeah. Some people feel weird or they don't believe in that, like paying mm-hmm. for a class, but I feel like you get what you pay for and if you work it, by the end of that time you will have something. Yeah. And like 
It's like at Weight Watchers, there people go, I don't need, why do I need this? I don't need this to lose mm-hmm. weight. Well, if you didn't, you would do it on your own. Yeah, it's like having a personal trainer for just a regimen. Yeah. Because it's not like he just, like, gives you jokes. It's all your work, but he's just, like, forcing you. Guiding you. Yeah, he's putting you in a box. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, guiding like a, you down. Like a, I don't know. How to yeah. Um, no, so I think that's good. Like I said, sometimes I've said, I don't need this class to write jokes, but I don't do it. Right, unless exactly. I class. Now, if you can write a set without, you know, on your own, fine, do that. But mm-hmm. if you're just, like looking to how do I get started I think that's a great way to go god are we giving advice now oh my god we are so mature I hate it so much we're so phoenix honey just kidding okay I mean I kind of am though well yeah we're getting I'm getting to four years I think almost um Mary's moving to LA soon no just leaving it all behind I don't think so I've got a year lease on this place that's true and uh you guys need to grow more (laughs) what you need to grow more develop more you know yeah, and my parents live here. My job is here. True. I want to work at home. My job has work at home positions. Would you take it? Oh, you can't. You're a trainer. Yeah, like there's people. I have friends that work from home. <coughs> they do a lot of virtual classes, but mm. I need to be around people. Yeah, you do love that. Yeah, because I'll go nuts. But sometimes I can work from home, and that's nice. So like if I don't feel like taking a shower. I love it. Okay, I've gotten way off track. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. This was so much fun. Lee, it was so fun to hang out and talk to you. Thank you, and you're welcome. Trap House Wings, Slow Comedy Festival. Listen to all the upcoming shows because they're so much fun. I hope the audio quality isn't terrible. But thanks for being here. We'll see you next time. Wings and Friends. Wings and Friends.